Hello. Hello. It's me, Courtney. And me, Al. Your second favorite host and also your first favorite host. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You made this already contentious. (laughs) Why would you do this? I'm the second favorite host. Oh. Yeah. I'm the best. That's what I... (laughs) I was giving it to you. Oh. Anyway, we're doing a little message before this episode just to let you know this is our Christmas episode. We recorded it back in when? 2020? 2019? No, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Um, what, what year is it again? I don't know. And next week, also an episode that we recorded Christmas 2020. Yeah. Um, Why are we doing this? Life's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, COVID's popping off. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to record as many new episodes as we can for you uh, before Courtney has to go back to school. Yeah. It's impending, baby. It is impending. So we just thought we'd start off our season with a couple ups you haven't heard yet. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll be back to regular programming. Yeah, then you're going to get a Super Bowl double nut special. Whole lot of nut. Wow. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Christmas, it's me, Santa, hosting your favorite podcast, Ad Creeps, a podcast where I, Santa, dissect and correct the TV advertisements, I mean Christmas TV advertisements, that raised me, phased me, and amazed me. Oh, oh, I gotta look in my sack, there's something special. Who, who's in my sack? It's me, a little elf. (laughs) Get back in there. No, I won't. (laughs) I'm a little elf and I'm part of the show. (laughs) What's your name, little friend? My name's Al. Oh, okay. I think that's it. Oh, I think that's all I can do. Okay. I didn't know you would buy so much into it. What do you expect me to do? (laughs) I didn't realize you would yes and me. That's... That's the show. I guess that is the show. <laughs> Anyways, happy Creepsmas. Merry Creepsmas, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. This is a podcast, uh, a very special version of the podcast, where Al and I are going to talk about a Christmas or holiday ad. Ooh. So uh, make sure you have your hot cocoa. Get your little hat on. Get w- the tiniest hat. The smallest hat you can find. <laughs> the one that you put on your chihuahua? That's yours now. These are the elements of a creepsmas. Ooh. Okay, let's, before I start the ad, because mm. I'm doing my ad first. Yeah. What is the mythos of creepsmas? Well. It's, uh, we are the Santa figures. We're the Santa, well, you're. I'm the Santa figure. And I'm a little elf that lives in your sack. Yeah. Well, uh, and for you, they, the people leave out uh, hot cocoa. For me, they leave out a very small hat. And um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all I get it's... is the very small hat. Um, and I get... and if you put anything else in it, if you add any additional gifts for me, I won't accept them. <laughs> I won't give it to them. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you control the flow of um, gifts. Also, it's a lactose intolerant holiday. We yeah. do not tolerate lactose. No lactose in this holiday. Please do not give me milky, milky cocoa. No, nope. Only. The uh, best soy milk for me. And in return for these gifts, yeah. we will bring you uh, advertisements. Yeah. Uh, we'll sell you stuff. We'll sell you stuff. Well, we won't. 
no. personally sell you stuff. We'll just tell you why advertisements are bad <laughs> and why you should feel bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you actually never listened to this podcast before, uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to talk about the history of an ad and surprise Al because Al does know what ad. I have no idea what you're about to tell what? me about. This I'm one's very excited. Oh, this one's a good one. <laughs> I think I messaged Al and said, this one's going to make you angry. I am prepared to get spicy. So get ready this holiday season to get a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Santa's been, you know, sucking a lot of dick, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, this this is not safe for work. So <laughs> Or children. Or so, you know. Alva Curtis Roebuck and Richard Warren Sears released their first mail-order business catalog in 1887. Mm. Rip Sears, by Rip the way. Rip Sears. <sighs> you know, remember a time when we could... Walk into a department store and buy a five dollar brazier. The first, the first part of a department store you always walk into. Why is it always the lingerie section? Because they want to sell those five dollar brasiers. They want me to walk around it pretending like I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. Those little, those little models, those headless models. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> they started with mainly watches and jewelry, but soon expanded their catalog to include medical and veterinary supplies, hmm. musical instruments, firearms, bicycles, sewing machines, and baby buggies. Eclectic. Eclectic. Actually, it was like they sent out this catalog and it was all by mail order. Hmm. By 1894, the catalog had reached 322 pages of product. The one thing of note was the toy section, which contained 139 products in 1905. Now, to wow. compare, the 1995 Sears catalog, the Wish Christmas Wish Book, had 1,400 toys. Oh, that's a lot. That's of toys. a lot of toys. Could you imagine? Back then, your toys, your toy selection was not very much. No, 1905. Wooden horse, a ball, and hoop. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> but you had to buy the sticks separately. Yeah. Those cans that you tie two strings together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, jacks. Oh, a piece of chalk. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's in the food section. <laughs> you eat that now. Oh. It's important to note that none of these toys in 1905 were expressively marketed to any gender. Even the dolls were clearly designed with no gender in mind. They were very, like, gender neutral. They didn't have bows. They didn't have long, curly hair. They didn't have eyelashes. They were very gender neutral. This would change after Sears dropped their first Christmas wish book. Oh. Let's talk about that wish book. The wish book. So the first Sears wish book contained everything you might want to put under a tree in 1933. That was the when the first one came out. It included fruitcakes, electric trains... And a box of live singing canaries. These are all things I must have at my Christmas. <laughs> These are my Christmas wishes. You got a fruitcake, sit on the little electric train. And I let my canaries fly free through the house, you- shitting on whatever they please. <laughs> you open the box, they're not live in there. <laughs> I always wondered how they shipped canaries. I, yeah. And why they're singing. Mm, I wouldn't be. <laughs> Mr. Sears, you got a problem. <laughs> What was most noticeable was a switch in marketing. Previously, Sears toys within their catalog contained very few gendered indicators. Each toy was described. Sometimes they had an image or a drawing of the toy and a price was given. But by the mid-century, nearly all dolls and a new set of, quote, homemaking toys. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Al's got the thousand mile stare already. Were overtly marketed towards girls while guns and trucks were directly modeled by little boys. Sears, along with other retails and manufacturers, began to realize that they could make twice the amount of money during Christmas by selling and marketing toys exclusively divided by gender. This is how we got to where we are now. Exactly. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy, Mr. Sears, because you put us here. Well, he's dead. And so is Sears. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I went into this like before like 1933, really 1945. Toys weren't really marketed to any gender because if you had a couple kids, yeah. you bought them one rocking horse, that was it. <laughs> right? You buy them one hoop and stick, one box of live canaries. And they're good to go. And they're just good to go, right? But now it's that division of that pink and blue. Now it's which one's the hoop and which one's the stick. <laughs> what are we? Both. A rock. Neither. <laughs> oh, the box of live canaries. That's us. <laughs> We're dead under a tree. <laughs> and even more insidious, they push gendered stereotypes even more intensely onto girls. The realm of the home, family, dating, and romance was purely for them. Christmas is officially ruined by gender. I'll say. <laughs> I told you this one was going to get started. I got to tell you a story because okay. I, while I was writing this, I was thinking about this. And this is a um, this is a looking back at my life as a, a currently a non-binary trans person and looking back at my childhood and seeing what fit. Mm. Um, did you ever go to like, I don't know, a Christmas party where they had a Santa giving out gifts? Oh, yes. Yeah. I only remember one. Mm. It was at a YMCA. My dad worked for the YMCA and it was the Santa gave out toys by gender. Mm. Is that how your Santa did it too? I don't remember. I don't, I think when I went to parties with Santas, the Santa was always someone that we knew. Oh. So I think if they gave out toys, it was like they were specific to the person. Now, this is just like a company Santa. This is a Santa that like, they don't know you. Yeah. (laughs) So Santa, the Santa I went to or I saw, they had girl toys and boy toys. And they looked at me and said, well, this person's a girl. So here's a girl toy. And it was a doll. And I didn't play with dolls. So I went back to Santa and said, I don't want this. And so Santa gave me a boy's toy. And it was a wrestling action figure because it was, you know, 1990. Yeah. Uh, And I said, well... I don't want this either. And I'm in tears because this is Santa giving me real bummer gifts. (laughs) And then Santa went to the bottom of the sack and brought out, I think, the true gender neutral toy, which was a card game with cartoon fruit on it. Oh, that sounds good, though. And I loved it. That was my favorite game. (laughs) I'm not a girl. I'm not a boy. I'm cartoon fruit. Oh, I'm absolutely cartoon fruit. (laughs) So that was my experience with that. And I kind of was thinking about that when I was writing this. How Christmas does ruin gender, and gender is ruined by Christmas. Yes. The same generation of girls who received a stereotyped item under the tree in 1930 got the same gender-prescribed Christmas gift by adulthood. Mm. In 1950, holiday gifts were squarely set into the binary. So I looked um, at the... Oh, by the way, I'll, I'll put this in our description. You can see all of the Sears Christmas wish books oh, wow. online. Someone has compiled them. And it's incredible. Thank you for your incredible work. Yeah. Um, so I went through the 1950s, uh, 1950 Sears wish book. And this is what I saw. The gifts for him included Roy Rogers branded saddles, mm. a wide variety of pipes and novelty lighters, one that was like a horse. Oh. And the light came out the butt. Boys like horse. Boys like horse. Oh, my God. You're, Roy Rogers was really big back then, I think. <laughs> 
and a wide variety of pipes and novelty lighters and a J.C. Higgins famous stag outfit. <laughs> now you gotta tell me what you think a stag outfit is. Oh man, I think it's like you're just up. To, you're just up to go somewhere. You got a plaid shirt on. <laughs> there were some great plaid shirts in that catalog. You got maybe like a like a cowboy hat. Oh no no no! I'm no? sorry. No, you, it was literally you're going out and hunting stags. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the jumpers. Oh, jumpers. They were very good. The hunting jumpers. <laughs> Gifts for her included a two-in-one steam iron. A 23-core automated roaster and a whole set of Kenmore mixers, which included the tagline, quote, There's more to mixing than her arm can do. Give her a Kenmore helper. She can't mix all that butter and cookies. <laughs> There's more to mixing than her arm can do. She can't mix. What's she going to do? I'm going to reclaim that. What? <laughs> and by mixing, you mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to mix Sometimes it up. Sometimes I need a Kenmore vibrator to really... <laughs> Help me help myself. It's more than more to mixing than my arm can do. <laughs> For Christmas, men got freedom and women received chores. This, of course, extended into TV advertisements. The most egregious of which, by the way, I had to spell egregious phonetically because I wrote it down and I read it out three times, and every time it, I said it incorrectly. <laughs> You know what? There's actually a trick to it. Huh? So you think about an egg. Yeah. And then you think about Regis Philbin. Oh, egregious. Egregious. <laughs> You're throwing an egg at Regis Philbin. It's no. cracking on his little dome. Rip. <laughs> it's dripping down his face. Okay. He says... Egregious. <laughs> now I don't want to say the sentence again. <laughs> this, of course, extended to TV advertisements, the most egregious of which was hoover vacuum worked didn't it yeah well <laughs> now i'm gonna spell it that way one ad included the slogan quote a new hoover for mummy and featured <laughs> and featured a small girl 80 yard with the voice of a 30 year old british woman oh the little girl gets out of bed at the dead of night to look out the window and pray to her lord and savior santa the girl asked santa to get her mother a who knew hoover because quote she has a lot of work to do. Father Christmas. Are you up there? I want to ask you for something. Not for me, but for Mummy. Mummy wants a new hover because she's got lots of work to do. You help me choose. <laughs> no. So that was a, a 30 year old British woman? That was a little girl and a. And they ADR'd the little girl with the voice of a 30-year-old woman. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's very good. Look, the 1950s. <laughs> it was a time. You can't hire child actors without ADRing them. <laughs> Sexism in Christmas ads did not just stay within the separate spheres, but also pushed the idea that the holiday season should feature men purchasing extraordinarily expensive gifts for the women in their life. Mm. Because they hold all the money and power, of course. And the women should fawn at their feet. Every kiss does begin with K. K Jewelers. <laughs> Cold shot. Now, K Jewelers, Every Kiss Begins with K series of ads were pushed out during the 19 during the 1985 holiday season and have continued in today. They followed the same formula. 
a classically handsome and usually slightly older mm. man gifts their wife slash fiance, never girlfriend, a gaudy necklace or ring, and the woman is so verklempt by love, she definitely goes down on his little fat hot. Every kiss begins with K. Yes, yeah, yeah. It I is, do remember these there's advertisements. A lot, there's a lot to them. But that's not the advertisement I'm talking about today. Oh. In the last 30 years, Christmas advertisements have not only told women to stay at home and do chores, but have also told them that men should purchase them some god-awful expensive Christmas presents because, of course, they are the breadwinners and the women should be grateful for it. Incredibly sexist? Yes. But it sure was effective. Mm. Especially in 2019, when mm. a 32nd holiday ad described by Twitter as an episode of Black Mirror proved that being gender normative and sexist will sell Christmas gifts. Number one, that's that just that's, that's last year. That's last year. Number two, I think I know what the ad is. Do you? Do you? I think I do. Peloton! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> a New York City-based company is best known for its stationary bikes and virtual spin classes. The idea at first had a hard time getting off the ground. Co-founder and CEO John Foley spent three years pitching the company to thousands of potential investors who rejected the idea. Quote, no investors wanted to look at this thing. They wanted nothing to do with it, Foley said in an interview. So Peloton did what any small tech company would do and went to Kickstarter in 2013. <laughs> I had no idea this was a Kickstarter product. No, I didn't either. None. Wow. None. In one month, Peloton hit $300,000 in pledges in one month. <laughs> oh. Those eyes just went up into your head. <laughs> yeah. By the end of the year, they opened a small boutique sales floor in New Jersey. Good for them. Of course, New Jersey. Hey, uh, good for them. Of course, New Jersey. <laughs> I, I was reading about their, there's a, a website I'll probably post uh, in our sources, uh, kind of going through every successful Kickstarter mm -hmm. and like how they did it. Um, apparently they got into New Jersey and then they got into hotels really easily too. Oh, that makes sense. By 2019, Peloton was pushing their basic package of a bike warranty and delivery setup for... Guess how much money? Uh, $15,000. $2,950. <laughs> how much is money? <laughs> how much is money? They also, of course, offered extra add-ons, including shoes, special accessories, and a monthly membership of live classes via video feed. You need your special shoes to ride your stationary bike. <laughs> you gotta clip in. You gotta have those special shoes. What if you go too fast? <laughs> You might break through your giant glass walls and go straight into your massive pool. Oh, no, no. We wouldn't want any women breaking through glass. <laughs> you stay right there. You got to stay stationary. In order to, get, to try to get their product out under the Christmas tree, they ran the ad. Uh, so let me, well, we'll we're going to watch the ad later, but let me describe it Please. to our, to our uh, listener audience. A conventionally attractive husband buys his wife an extremely expensive piece of exercise equipment that she did not ask for. <laughs> this wife, who starts off with an already conventionally attractive body, uses this piece of exercise equipment for a year and becomes a woman who is equally conventionally attractive. <laughs> she says this gift, a piece of exercise equipment she did not ask for, changed her life. Then they probably fuck. Yeah, because she's now more hot but she isn't, though. But she's not. She's not. So the husband <laughs> wants to fuck her more, something that she sounds like she's really into. I guess it was a plan all along, huh? Yeah. I do have to say, um, the 
actor, the Peloton husband, as mm-hmm. we will call him, he's an elementary school teacher in Vancouver. What? Yeah. <laughs> What? He did an interview in Psychology Today about the psychology of the Peloton husband. He, so he was, he was, he act. He's, he acted. And um, I'll, I'll link the Psychology Today article. I didn't Please. include it in this one. But he was talking about how he was like really proud of this ad. And it's like his acting teacher saw it and they were really proud. And then, you know. You know. And then he's like, uh-oh, maybe I am a bad actor. Poor guy. Well, now he's an elementary school teacher. Yeah, it's not his fault. The concept was bad. Well, let's talk about how the other actor on set felt about it. Oh, please. Actually, yes. The fallout was intense and instant. The Peloton wife, actress Monica Ruiz, uh, recalled the moment she first heard about the ad's backlash. Quote, last week, I started to get all these messages from friends and family. And it was just links and screenshots of everyone is very upset. And I'm like, about what? And I'm starting to read some of it, and some of it was really negative, so I'm like, okay, I can't read anymore. So I stopped reading it, thinking it was going to blow over. But it didn't really blow over as quickly as I would have thought. Mm. Instead of blaming the ad agency or the company that approved the ad, Monica even blamed her own acting. Quote, I think it was my fault. My eyebrows looked worried, I guess. What? People were like, she looks scared. Ruiz said, laughing. I'm telling you, it was my face. That was the problem. And it just exploded from there. No. No fun. No, 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 friend. No. No. No, you're you're fine. You're good. I mean, she does look terrified in the ad. <laughs> but that's the director's choice to maybe, yeah. maybe tell her not to look as terrified. You're terrible. all good. You're fine. Well... <laughs> Peloton insisted that they stood behind the ad. Quote, our holiday spot was created to celebrate the fitness and wellness journey. (laughs) My company representative said. That's some goop shit. (laughs) Oh, we'll get to her. (laughs) While we're disappointed in how some have misinterpreted this commercial, we are encouraged by and large and grateful for the outpouring of support we've received from those understanding what we're trying to communicate. <laughs> now, do you think they're actually going to have people saying, oh, I love this very good ad? Do you think there's people tweeting that? Oh, absolutely. Just I to love be, this ad. Just to be reactionary. I love it. I actually thought this ad was great and she didn't look scared. And also, <laughs> I think it's great that she's becoming more hotter, but also the same amount of attractive <laughs> for her husband. I love this able-bodied, conventionally beautiful woman getting on a bike. <laughs> That she did not ask for. I'm glad they fucked. <laughs> Thank you for implying that in the commercial. <laughs> Though there was a brief drop in stock prices, to which Peloton said it was not because of the ad, the overall effect of their Christmas ad, just like all sexist Christmas ads that have come <laughs> before it, was positive. Mm. Of course. Now, this is the quote that got me re- really just a wedgie up my butt. David Soberman, a professor of marketing at U of T's Rotman School of Management, a Canadian, says of the ad, quote, I would actually say it's going to have a positive effect on the company line. I think one of those things that occurs naturally on social media is that you get a reaction from people who are not necessarily in your target market, he said, arguing that Peloton's target demographic, intense exercise buffs, won't find the spot problematic. But we'll like it. I thought their uh, target audience was New Jersey mob wives. (laughs) Actually, Ivanka Trump is really into Peloton. Shocking. (laughs) 
quote, this group will recognize fitness isn't just about appearance and weight, he said. It can be measured on any, uh, on many other seemingly invisible metrics, like endurance. They won't, <laughs> they won't be dismayed in, by an ad in which a thin woman receives a piece of exercise equipment and appears visibly unchanged year after year. And this is the one that gets me. He says... A truly offensive ad would upset even those within the company's target demographic. It's only offensive wow. if the people buying the, the, the product are also offended. That's the only it. way that it's that's actually the, oh, offensive. Um, that's <laughs> the, but I also like that it, he implies that the, the improvement was not that they would have more sex because she was hotter, yeah. but rather that they could have sex for longer. <laughs> The endurance. It's about the endurance. It's about staying power. They can get into some of that Sting Kama Sutra shit now. <laughs> That's Oh, Sting is an investor in this. <laughs> I did not tell you. <laughs> I I just how can you say that? Well, he's probably well, because, the, because he's, he's David Soberman is who is who he is. <laughs> Never had a bad day in his damn life. <laughs> In the article, he also mentions Nivea, like, white is purity ad. Oh, well, white people weren't offended by <laughs> no, that. No, no, so it's fine. So it's actually fine. <laughs> people buying soap weren't offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> brutal, oh, dude. Brutal. By the beginning of 2020, the stock crept up 20% compared to late December. When COVID hit, consumers seemingly forgot all the outrage and subscribers jumped 64%. Throughout the quarantine, the company reported that it generated $524.6 million in revenue. By December 2020, a year after the notorious ad took place, its sales had surged 172%. I mean, I understand that. I think during COVID, it's preferable that you buy your own endurance sex bike <laughs> rather than going to the gym and using their endurance sex bikes. No one's having sex during COVID. <laughs> doing that. Well, according to the Canadian government, yeah. if as long as you're using a dental dam or a glory hole. Oh, a glory hole. You're fine. Is that it? Is I, that I what believe that's can? what they said. <laughs> Look, I wasn't reading it super well, but that was what I took in. <laughs> Colin has tried to take a circular saw to our front door <laughs> so he could stand outside. <laughs> oh, no. That's the, that peephole. That Why would you use the front door? Uh, you well, have so many doors. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, the door to our bedroom's glass. You can't do that. I guess you could look at each other. Who would want that, though? No. I don't you want... Don't, me? If I'm using a glory hole... <laughs> I don't want... I want, I want to see one thing. <laughs> I hate COVID. It's bad. <laughs> uh, what's the lesson in this? During Christmas, gender roles and sexism sells. Mm, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Gendo is bad. Gender is bad. <laughs> There's only one gender. It is Homestar Runner. What are, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? I'm feeling, I mean, I was I was familiar with the hubbub yeah. uh, that happened last year. Yeah. I've never seen the ad. You've never seen the I ad? I didn't watch it. Oh, this is going to be so good. It's going to be so free. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take an ad break. Mm -hmm. We're going to watch the ad during the ad break. And we're going to come back and we're going to kind of, you know, talk about it. Mm. I'm really excited for you to see this ad. And you know what? Actually, after we watch the ad, I'll probably be able to talk about it for longer. Because of my endurance. (laughs) You actually have to do exercise to... I don't believe you. Okay, we'll be back after these messages. (laughs) 
We'll return after these messages. Okay, ready? Yes. Now. A Peloton? Give it up for our first time riding. Right, first ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Let's do this. Five days in a row. You surprised? I am. 6 a.m. Yay. Rising with the sun. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace in Boston. 50 rides. She just said my name. A year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me. Thank you. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. Welcome back to the show. Wow. We watched it. We watched it. Um, um, the soundtrack. Sixpence, none the richer. Right? Is it? <laughs> She's so high above me? She so, maybe? I have to look this up. Okay, why don't, well, I look this up. <laughs> I don't know. See, here's you the thing. You just said a band name. Here's the thing. That band name was in my deep in my gizzard. <laughs> and I opened my mouth and it came out. <laughs> And I just trusted my gut. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look up who did that song while you talk about what happened during that ad. Okay, there's a woman. She is wearing, so like, sweatpants, like, house pants. Uh, it's Christmas morning. She is given a gift. It's a Peloton. She was, she's surprised by this. She was not expecting it. She did not request it. And then we see sort of a time lapse of her, you know, using the bike and we see it to see how the bike works. There's a man on a video and he tells you to rise with the sun. Very, very fast. Yeah. Can you talk about her environment? I want to talk about where she's living. She's living in the exact place I pictured her living in my head. <laughs> sort of glassed in house with a pool. Yeah. A house. A house. A pool. Yeah. It's like clearly a very nice home. Yeah. Very expensive home. Mm. Yeah. And so she she's talking about like how much it's changing her life. She does these little video blogs. She's... Uh, I think you mean vlog? A vlogs. Uh, and she, yeah, she does look genuinely scared, but I do understand. I feel like from the actress's perspective, she was like trying to channel like, oh, I'm nervous. I don't know if this is for me. But I she- don't know if you would. First of all, who vlogs? Who vlogs? <laughs> Not me. Thank you. But who would vlog this? Well, yeah, I mean, I can see there's, you know, there's a subset of uh, YouTube for everyone, right? I guess so. I found out the other day that there was a YouTube where a guy grinds up random things and makes sausages. What kind of things? You know. <gasps> Penises? <laughs> no. Oh, well, what does you know mean? Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens at the end? Uh, and then she's really happy to have had it. And she is sitting on the couch with her husband. Yeah. And um, she's so high above him. Uh, which is by not Sixpence, but uh, None the Richer, but by Tall Bachman. That is what I thought! <laughs> Did you? You didn't say anything. You should have opened up your mouth and the band name would have come out of your gizzard. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. Also, I couldn't remember if it was Tall Bachman or Bachman Turner Overdrive. Definitely not the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Most definitely not the second one. I do want to suppose something. Please, suppose. Now, she's vlogged and seemingly she vlogs for the whole year. Mm. And... Um, now they're a year later. She's they're watching their her vlogs. Yes, on, on the TV. Horrifying. Is this her gift to him? Oh, I hope so. The vlogs. <laughs> I made it. You bought me a bike I didn't ask for, and I, I made sorry. a video every day. An almost three thousand dollar stationary exercise vehicle. And now, actually, it's your endurance that's going to be tested because you need to watch every video I made <laughs> in a row, three hundred and sixty-five of them, David. 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 
you will watch these. And then the ironic thing is he didn't he didn't use the Peloton at all. No. He has zero into he, has he actually zero. let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> well men can do that. Yeah, men are allowed. Al, don't you know? <laughs> So I guess her endurance is better and they can fuck is for it? longer and that's but what he wanted he the whole time. But like, can you imagine the first time where they fuck after that year? Okay. Did she, they not fuck for the whole no, year? I assume. <laughs> He's like, I really, I don't want to see, I don't want this to be a gradual change. No, I <laughs> This is, that's why this is his gift. This is his Christmas gift. She's, every video she talks a little bit more about how like her muscles are getting tighter and more, she's able to control them more. Her la- she spreads her labia over the seat, the she, Peloton seat. Honestly, she could do a kegel and bust a grapefruit <laughs> wide open. I assume that's a By month works. six. <laughs> and uh, he gets to watch all of that as sort of like a teaser to like, oh, what's about to happen. And then what happens is when they have sex. She just forces him to lie just directly on the bed, penis straight up, and she actually rides him like a bike. I would. What I would like is uh, he gets on on the bed. He's like, I'm ready. She pulls out the strap. Yeah. Okay. She's the top now. Oh, she is the top, and just rides him. Yeah. But not in a sexual way. In a in a way that she's riding a peloton. In fact, she's forgotten how to have sex. Yeah. She can only ride bike now. <laughs> ride bike, destroy grapefruit. That's all she knows. Women, uh, women love it. Men fear it. <laughs> Non-binary people are like, eh, yeah, okay, not for us. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the that's the ad. So, how would we improve this ad for this one Danny? calendar year later? Well, or two. We might be releasing yeah. this in 2021. Can I can I propose something? Please, we've got to get out of this sexist. Yeah, yeah. So so how do we do that? We we gotta. Throw out the chains of, of sexism Christmas. How can we rescue Christmas, Al? How can we rescue Christmas from the jaws of sexism? <clears throat> um, I would love to see... Okay, so he gives her the bike. Yeah. Uh, she uses the bike. She enjoys the bike, but she wants to exercise more. <laughs> okay. She doesn't just want the bike. Yeah. So she takes his credit card. Okay. Um, and she buys a whole home gym. Oh, just in their in their in, in their, their small in their house glass filled living room. Yeah. Okay. And she gets so buff <laughs> and so strong. Yeah. In a non conventionally attractive but extremely hot way. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is like Peloton, but join forces with like other weightlifting. Like she's deadlifting. She's deadlifting. Okay. She's gonna start going into competitions. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then. You know, he says, well, this isn't what I wanted. Okay. I just wanted you to get that endurance so we could fuck longer. But you, not me. Yeah, but for me, the man, (laughs) not for you. Um, And she says, well, it's not what I wanted, so eat shit. And then she picks him up. So you're saying the Peloton was a wake-up call, Mm -hmm. saying, I don't want that body. I want a deadlift, squat, three-plates body. I want... To destroy a grapefruit with my thighs, but not for you. <laughs> for me. For me. Okay. And then she picks him up. Yeah. And she puts him outside and the locks are all changed. He can't get back in. He's done. <laughs> there's no glory hole in the no, front door? No, there's no glory hole. There's a cat flap. He won't fit. <laughs> but he's outside like a bad cat. Okay. 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 And now she lives in here with her gym and her children. She's having a great time. And then, you know, maybe she uh, gets a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful trans girlfriend. And they wave lifts together. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Mwah. Mwah. That's a way better ad. Isn't it? 
Thank you. She got stronger. She got so strong that she could just put him right outside and never think about him again. Maybe she could, if I was just going to add one other yeah. thing, she could Superman death drop him. Ooh. Just like over his her knee, just break his spine in Yes. <laughs> okay. No, I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm wondering, Al, mm-hmm. do you, is there something in my Santa sack for me? Yeah, it's me. Well, no. I, I live in here. A local ad, maybe? Okay, let me take my tiny hat off and see what I can find. <laughs> okay. Al's going to show me a local ad, and we're going to cut to commercial. When we come back, we're going to talk about it. Hanging the city's tinsel, lighting the city's lights, catching the festive sight. Fashioning festive nights Oh, see the sparkle in their eyes It's Christmas in the center of the city at Pacific Center Christmas Vancouver Christmas Vancouver style Okay Al just showed me Christmas Vancouver style, Mm -hmm. which is just a couple going to the Pacific Center Mall, (laughs) Um, which is the most horrid mall that I've been to. And I live next to Metrotown. Before we had Metrotown, everyone was going to Pacific Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's an ad. There's a couple. They're shopping. They're window shopping. It's, of course, a beautiful heck couple. Mm. Mm -hmm. 1968. 1986. The year I was born. I do have dyscalculia. (laughs) A couple things stood out to me. We'll post this ad in our Twitter so Mm. you can watch this ad. But number one, roasted chestnuts. Yeah. I mean, that that stand is still... Is it really? I've... No, I call bullshit. You've never seen there it? Is, there is a Mr. Tube steak. Sometimes there's Jappa Dog. There has never been roasted in, chestnuts. In winter, there's roasted chestnuts. If I go right now, is there... Whist- winter, the, 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 you tell me. Go and find out. I don't want to. <laughs> it's, it's COVID. COVID. <laughs> I don't want roasted chestnuts. There's roasted chestnuts in COVID. <laughs> I believe I've seen them. I think you're living the dream. <laughs> if I'm living the dream, there's chestnuts in it, baby. <laughs> Vancouver, the wettest city on earth? Roasted chestnuts? How do those things not go together? (laughs) Also, I noticed at the end they're going to like CC's, one of those like Mm. very fancy smancy restaurants. There is a cool saxophone player, um, but she gives him a gift. Mm -hmm. I don't think he got her a gift. Well, he doesn't have to. He's a man. Oh, there's a Peloton waiting at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I get it. That was a lovely ad, the local ad. Thank you. You're welcome. Before we leave, we got to tell the listeners a couple things. Mm-hmm. Number one, we are a podcast. That's true. That you can subscribe to. Yes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, probably, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're there. So it really helps if you actually subscribe. Um, the other thing you could do is write a review. Yeah, if you had a fun time, if you uh, think other people would have a fun time. If you have the endurance <laughs> to hit five stars, <laughs> then that's what I would do. Then what are you waiting for? Do it. 
No, please actually just I, do I'm it. sorry for nagging our audience. Um, also, if you have a local ad you want us to cover or like an ad you want us to research, uh, go to adcreeps at gmail.com and send us an email. Yeah, please do. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at adcreeps and our website is adcreeps.gay. Woo woo! <laughs> Oh, that's new. I know. It's a little train. It's just a little train pulling oh, into the station. You're, you're sitting on an electric train with your box of live canaries uh-huh. going around the tree. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, right? That's all. Okay, until next time, we're signing, signing off. off. Hmm, but first, a word for my spouse.